So we're going to have a think about that now. If we can have the PowerPoint up, please. I've just got a little photo quiz, a few pictures, and we're going to see if people can recognize who they are. So the first one, first picture. Anybody know who this man is? Very quick, your hand went up. Who's that? Lewis Capaldi. Lewis Capaldi, who is one of the best pop stars at the minute. He just won two Brits the other week. He's brilliant, a great songwriter, very funny man too. Not your normal pop star, but I think he's brilliant. I really enjoy his music. So that's a good start. One out of one so far. Picture two. Who's this lady? Anybody? No, never mind. We'll come back to her. Picture three. Who's this man? No? Anyone? No? Okay, picture four. Who's this? Who's that? Harry Kane. Harry Kane, England's current top striker, fifth leading goal scorer, currently injured, but I love him, and hopefully he's going to be fit for the Euros this summer and get loads of goals like he did in the World Cup the other year. Not bad. Two out of four. We're doing all right. Picture five. Who's that? Oh, Sue, I thought you might get this one. That's Meghan Markle. Who's not Markle anymore, but yeah. That's Meghan Markle, married to Prince Harry. And finally, can we make it four out of six? Who's this? No? Okay, let's go back. We got Lewis Capaldi. I expected you people to get him. I didn't expect anyone to get picture two, if I'm honest, because this is a lady called Emily Moore, who until this morning, till I Googled her, I didn't know who she was. It turns out, the reason I Googled her is she was one of the music teachers for Lewis Capaldi when he was at school. And he said recently that because she opened up the music studios at lunchtime after school, she is one of the main reasons that he became such a good musician. She's not famous. If I met her in the street, I probably wouldn't recognize her, even though I know her now. But she had a big impact on a famous person. This man, David Bricknell, was Harry Kane's youth coach. He was one of the people who who made Harry Kane into a great footballer. When, he first, when Harry Kane first got turned down by Spurs, he was on the verge of giving up football. But this guy said, no, keep going. Just because you've been knocked back once doesn't mean you're not going to make it. And we all know what's happened to Harry Kane ever since. One of the best footballers in the world at the minute. We all know Meghan Markle. But this lady is a lady called Erica Lippes, who was one of the writers for the series Suits that helped make Meghan Markle famous as an actress. She wrote the words that Meghan then spoke. There are some people in life who are famous, and a lot of people look up to these people and think they're really important. And I'm not saying they're not. Harry Kane, amazing person. Meghan Markle is doing great jobs, great charity work, things like that. But there's other people behind the scenes who I would argue are just as important. And in our story today, Naaman had the important job. He was the commander of the king's army, and it was a really important job. The servant girl in our story, if you read it in the Bible, it just says, that's it. She was a servant girl. We don't know how old she was. We don't know her name. We don't know anything else about her. She only appears in one or two verses, telling Naaman to go and find out about Elisha. But if she hadn't done that, he would have died from leprosy. Because in those days, leprosy didn't have a cure like it can do now. And he'd have had to lose his job as commander of the king's army, live away from his family and friends. But because she did something that was really small, just spoke to him, said, I know someone who can help. She changed his life. And that's one of the things I love about this story. There's so much we can learn. We can see that actually everybody is really important. It's not wrong to be famous. It's not wrong to be in the public eye. Some people are going to do that, and that's brilliant. 
But let's not make them more important than they actually are. Let's remember the people in our lives who are just as important. The people who do little things for us daily. They don't have to do something big and make the whole nation feel brilliant. Although it's great. When England got to the semi-final of the World Cup, it was a great feeling. It was lovely seeing people chatting with them. They were really excited when people like Harry Kane did that. The Royal Wedding, I know Sue wasn't the only person in Britain really excited by it. But let's remember the people in our lives who do these little things that can make a difference. So something to think about is who are these people? Do we thank God for them? Do we thank God for the things he does for us, like when he healed Naaman? And also, what can we do today to be an important person to someone else? What can we do when we go home or later on this week at school, at work, wherever we're going to be? It doesn't have to be something dramatic. It might even be something secret. You might want to give someone a little present without them knowing it's from you. We can all do things in our lives that are going to be important for other people. God's given us each different gifts. We're all very different. We may never be the best footballer in the world or the best pop star or the best actress, but you can be the best you that you are. In my other job, as well as working as a primary school's worker, I work as a children's and youth worker at Hall Baptist Church, and I run various clubs, and I love having team around me. I love having brilliant volunteers. I love having volunteers who get involved and lead games and do things. But I love the people behind the scenes, the people who just get on with clearing up and washing up. They're not the big public faces of the club, but for me, they're just as important as the people who can do the all singing, all dancing, but at the front. We all have different gifts, and we can all be important and famous for other people. And that's one of the messages I love getting out when I go into schools, to tell each child the important message that they are important, that they are special, that they are loved. Because so many children don't hear that enough. They don't get that message at home. They don't see that message from the media. They see it's just all about being famous. They're the important people. They don't get to hear that actually there's someone who cares for them so much, someone who has made them just the way they are because they're going to be the best person they can be. No one else can be better than them at being that person. And that's why I love going into schools, being able to bring truths like this. I've been working now in primary schools for 15, 20 plus years, and I absolutely love the fact I have the privilege of going in and taking God's love to thousands of people. And I'm now going to hand over to Darren, who's going to share a bit more about his journey and a little more about CSCW. Thanks, Darren. How you doing? It's the first time I've seen any of the the primary school stuff, so um, I love it. I'm definitely coming into primary schools to see some more stuff. Um, My name's Darren Gerrish. Um, I've been a team leader at CSDW for um, about 12 days. Um, I have been around since then, but um, kind of on the back of that, um, I I, I quite like the name CSDW, other than getting Chester and... Christian sort of the wrong way round often, um, but it stands for Chester Schools Christian Work, and I love that because it gives us an idea of what it is that we do. Um, I, I, I love the fact it's got Christian in the name so that schools know who we are, what our values are, what our baseline is, um, but I, I haven't quite got my head around how egotistical it makes us sound. Um, now, I've been a youth worker a number of years, and uh, um, uh, I, I'm quite known to being quite uh, ego, exaggerating stories. A million times I've said that. Now, um, but I want this morning, very quickly, because I'm aware of time, and I'm aware of tummies rumbling. I heard a few down here earlier. Um, if, um, if you are in a school regularly, 
So if you are a teacher, or if you're a governor, or a support worker, or a, 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 it's not a dinner lady anymore, is it? What's the PC term for dinner lady? Midday assistant. It's not sandwich executive. Who who said that? Um, Anyone that's involved in a church on a regular basis, could you just put your hand up for me? In, in a, what did I say? I was just testing to see if you were still awake. Ah, in a, in a school. Um, can we give these guys a massive round of applause? Um, we, we go into schools, maybe some schools once a week. Maybe other schools two, three times a week. Uh, we go in for an hour at a time. We, we might do an assembly. We might do an RE lesson. We might do a lunch club. We might do a relationship and sex education. Uh, we, we, we might do prayer spaces. We might do um, loads of other things. Um, I, I can list them. Please come and see us afterwards if you want to find out more. But I really want to honour you guys that are in schools every single day shining Jesus' love and light to people to the young people, to the other staff members, to everyone that comes in through those doors. And, and very much I see as, as part of CSCW going forward that we are a part of that school's work. To say that we are Chester School's Christian work, we miss a massive chunk of what God is doing across Chester through our schools. Um, there's two words I want you to remember. And working with young people, it's always, it's always um, a risky thing to say there's two words that I want you to remember. Uh, but it's very simple. Um, and uh, to, to just wake you up a little bit and get you ready for your teas and coffees, um, I'm going to have a bit of uh, participation. Um, right now, the extroverts are going, oh, yes, I've been dying to say something for the last half an hour. The introverts are just hiding and shying away. But uh, um, I want this side to say hope. I want this side to say potential. Okay, three, two, one, this side. Pretty good. This side? They were much louder. Come on. Three, two, one. Nice. That's better. Three, two, one. Okay, I think there's a message that God is wanting to say to us this morning. And this is a lot of what, I'm, uh, uh, what is on my heart, what I have a passion for, is I believe that everybody is made in the image of God. The Bible says that everyone is made in the image of God. So Ezra, little Jack, is it Jack Ezra? Ezra Jack? Ezra Jack is made in the image of God. Psalm 139, he was knitted together in his mother's womb. That every single person here, that you, 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 even me was made in the image of God. You have immense, immeasurable value. So much so that Jesus came down and died on the cross so that you might know him. There's a verse in John 10, 10 that I love. Jesus came to give life and life to the full. That's what I see CSCW, what I see um, uh, really being a Christian is about. It's showing children and young people that Jesus came to give them life and life to the full. That he has a plan for them. That he brings, what does he bring? He brings hope. He is our living hope. That if we know Jesus, we can go through anything, but still have hope. And, and that God has made us with such potential. 
that he has put in us. Let me tell you a very quick story. This week, my half term, I was working a couple of days um, and I I was at home a couple of days. Um, uh, I've only just met some of you. Please don't judge me. I'm pleased we sang about grace and forgiveness. Um, There's something that happened this week I was very ashamed about. Um, I looked in our oven. Our oven hadn't been cleaned for about two years. I looked at it and thought, that needs cleaning. So what did I do? I phoned someone else to do it. (laughs) I thought, I'm going to get someone else in. I'm going to get a professional in to come and do it. Because they'll do a better job. So they came in. And they spent two and a half hours. And they worked themselves to a very, very thin knuckle. And uh, then they left. And I looked at the oven It wasn't sparkling and clean like I thought it was going to be. Someone gave me um, a little pot of of this really (laughs) horrible stuff. But he said, just pour that in your oven and leave it for a day or so. So I poured it in, left it for a day or so. Came back to it a day or so later. and, uh, And it just wiped clean. Like this stuff that had been in there, that had been ingrained. And it would just from day and day and day use, just just caked on. You know because some of your ovens are like it. I know. It's just solid. Nothing could move it. Not even the professionals that we phoned in could move it. Someone gave me something free to use. I put it in and it cleaned it from the inside out. I was wondering whether to... Is it okay to say that actually God is a bit like that stuff that I put in my oven? You know what? The world is, we've got loads of ideas of what can make stuff better, that what can transform, that what can bring hope and make, make potential be fulfilled. But as a Christian, I believe the only real thing is in a relationship with Jesus Christ and, and that he gives us hope and he, he unlocks potential in our lives. And, 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 and we want to go into, into school. Actually, we wanna, I want to live my life as someone with living hope in me. And, and I believe there's a message today, that person who's by the bucket, that Harry Kane thing, that actually, you know what? Keep going. When you feel like you want to give up, I want to encourage you this morning to keep going. I want to encourage you to keep going. There's some verses in Daniel that... that uh, I believe God wanted me to share with you. It's in Daniel 3. It's about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I just like saying those names. They're cool names, aren't they? And uh, um, these guys, you may know the story, were going to get thrown into the fire um, because they wouldn't worship the king, Nebuchadnezzar. And they said this. This is in 3... Uh, Daniel 3.16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. K. 
can I suggest that that's how we talk and, and, and I believe that that's how we should live our life? That there's an expectation that God will transform lives so much that they will be sparkling clean, that they will, Jesus will bring hope and unlock potential in people's lives. And you know what? That sometimes I have been extremely disappointed with what God has done. A little bit like the oven man. I was really disappointed with what had happened. But you see, the issue wasn't really with that. The issue was with my expectation. I, I, I didn't want to accept second best for my oven. I, I wanted it to be sparkling, clean, to be full of potential to make a nice dinner for me when I get home. Thanks, Jeff. Love you. Oh, maybe not. What's our expectation? When we go back to the well, when we go back, when we're, when we're dunked the sixth time and nothing seems to have happened. This is what Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego said. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty, but even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Those words give me such encouragement. I wonder if it was similar, it was dunked in the water. Well, even if, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes when God doesn't do what we think he should do, when God doesn't do what we expected him to do, even if it doesn't turn out like I thought, he is still God. He's still on his throne. I will still worship him. Even if, even if it doesn't turn out how I think. Um, can I pray? Um, and then I'll finish because time's on us. And I need a cup of tea. Anyone else need a cup of tea? Some honest people here. Anyone need a biscuit? There's a few more honest ones on the biscuits. Okay. Father, I want to thank you that you have made all of us in your image, that everyone here is made in your image, that you have such a heart for each person here, that you have good plans for us. And Lord, not just for us, but for every single person in this city. Lord, I want to thank you for the 9,000 pupils that CSCW come into contact with. But Lord, I want to thank you for the, for the 18,000 that Christians, that your disciples come into contact with on a regular basis. Lord, I want to pray for encouragement for teachers, for governors. I want to pray for encouragement for lunchtime assistants. Lord, I want to pray encouragement that you will unlock and give them more hope. Lord, that you will do what you have said you will do. Lord, that there is power in your name to transform, to make clean, to fulfill potential that you have put in each and every child and young person and each and every adult. Lord, I want to thank you for your good plans for this city and for these schools, for these young people and for these children. And Lord, I pray that as, a, a, as we look to serve you in and through the school's work, Lord, that we would see many come to know you, that we would see both spiritual life 
but also that worked out holistically in every area of their life. Lord, for um, emotional well-being to be whole. Lord, for mental health to be whole. Lord, for relationships to be whole. Lord, for fullness of life, for your kingdom to come in and through our schools and in our city and in our communities. Lord, I pray that you would continue to do your work. But Lord, as we seek to serve you and connect up the different dots that are around, Lord, that we would uh, um, see a mighty move of your spirit. Not by might or by power, but my by spirit, says the Lord. We joked at the beginning that I would pray at the end for the Holy Spirit to come and fall on us and uh, uh, bring revival. Well, careful what you ask for. Lord, uh, we do ask that. That is our heart. Holy Spirit, that you would come and fill us to overflowing. That those who do not know you yet, Lord, that they would take at step and get to know you, the one who is the, the, the source of life and love. And for those of us that are tired and weary on the journey, Lord, will you refresh us with your spirit? And Lord, will you instill in us again a living hope that tomorrow will be better than today, that you are transforming us into the new, that you are transforming us into the person that you have created us to be for purpose, for meaning, for significance. Lord, we love you and uh, we ask for your spirit to fill us afresh in this place. Yeah, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, guys.